Hello and welcome to episode 200 of the Startcast. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> this is Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan, joined today by my fellow gamers, Brody. Hello. Uh, Stephen. Hello there. All the way from Adelaide, special guest appearance. Yeah. Yes, lovely Melbourne. Hello. <laughs> welcome, welcome. And joining us for the first time in a long time, Shannon. Hello. Glad to be here. Well, let's, uh, like, right off the bat, thank you to everyone for letting us get to episode 200 of the Starcast. It's It is madness. I don't quite know how we made it. Um, but, yeah, special thank you first goes to Shannon for, uh, without which none of this would be possible, uh, allowing us to do this daft thing each week in the name of Press Start Australia. Yeah. Um, it is a bit stupid, really. But we love it. That's, that's, that's part of the Tarnishing fun. Tarnishing the brand for 200 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and a special thank you as well to Darcy, who people listening won't know, um, but works tirelessly behind the scenes to make sure episodes are uploaded uh, each and every week, with the exception mm. of last week in which there was a, a mistake, but we'll move past that. Uh, Brody, being that it is our 200th episode, yeah. I'm going to invite you now to reflect back on oh. all the times we've had here. What's your favorite moment that we've had on the show? Um, I'm going to start tidying up now. I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> so many. I've got... A personal one, and that would probably be the first video one that we did here, because uh-huh. that was one of my first podcasts that I did, and I thought that was really, it was not because I was the first time I met was all you guys. Was the 50th of the 100th? I think it was, well, it might have been the 50th. I don't think uh-huh. it was a number. I think it was just, it wasn't, maybe it was a hundred. I feel like. Might have been a hundred. When, when I'm asked to do something special, I'm like, I guess we're videoing it, because yeah. it's all I can think yeah. of. And it was I, an E3 one, I remember that. Yeah, and I know, like, there was obviously technical issues that day and all that sort of stuff, and we didn't get all the, the footage we wanted, but it was it was nice to sort of meet everyone. Yeah, well, so, we'll see how it goes today. So on a personal, <laughs> yeah. on, on a personal level, that one. But uh, bigger picture, I think it was pretty cool to uh, do our live stream from Fed Square that yeah. we did last oh, year yeah. for PAX. Yeah, that's that, pretty was, special. that was pretty cool. Yeah, so it was good of them to get us down and uh, until Matt sort of ruined it by taking everyone's souls playing Rocket League. It was uh, it was a pre- it was a pretty uh, a fun affair. But yeah. played some Guess Who in the rain that day. It yeah, was yeah. romantic, it was a beautiful yeah. moment. It's a shame everyone else was there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, given that it is a special episode uh, and it, the time of year that it is, I thought it was worthy to have our game of the year debate uh, here today. So we'll kind of strip away from the other topics. We do have some fun stuff planned for late in the show, but it is a video game discussion podcast. We would be amiss to not discuss some video games. Uh, so Stephen, let's kick off with you. 2019, what was your game of the year? And Shannon and Brody, be prepared to tell him why it's wrong. <laughs> Look, I, I absolutely know none of you will agree, and I know this choice is 100% me, but I really, really, really like Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. It's it's such an incredibly good game. It's sort of, for me as someone who's played the Dark Souls games a lot, it forced me to stop playing it like a Dark Souls game and start being, you know, more aggressive, doing the, you know, really getting absolutely perfect at the timing and stuff like that. And I don't know, I'm the kind of person where a game that demands that much perfection, sometimes I'll just bounce off it super quickly, but this one I kind of persisted over about six months and it took me a straight week to beat the last boss and that was last wow. week that was yeah it was a lot of a lot of attempts but sounds like, like a really fun game totally yeah. worthy to be a game of the year <laughs> yeah absolutely because when you finish it the feeling was just ah oh, i love that game it's it's very very good fun yeah and yeah it's just great great uh from software stuff, they did it again. Uh-huh. And well, you're not alone. We did ask people on Twitter, um, being that it was a special occasion, we were going to be discussing Game of the Year. We reached out to hear what the audience, uh, what their Game of the Year was. Uh, and we had uh, Michael K over on Twitter say Sekiro and ended it with an ellipsis, like the three dots. So I don't know if that's like if he was overly excited about the well, year. and Sekiro like is just of taste. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you think it shook up enough from the like from software formula to stand out against their sort of lineage of games? I think so. Yeah, because like. I guess all the past, I guess from Souls onwards, have all been about slow, methodical, either sort of dodging or you know just waiting for a moment to attack. Whereas this, if you weren't aggressively going for every possible attack that you could, even if you didn't actually land an attack, you'd still be like affecting enemies in their posture, so you could knock them over with enough aggressive pushes at them. I guess, and yeah, it made me completely rethink the way I play it. At the first probably 10, 15 hours that I was playing it, I just was fumbling through because I was trying to play it like a Souls game. Mm. And then, yeah, because I, I sort of forced me to rethink how I play and I really I don't appreciate that much shaking up, I guess. I think it probably won't shake it up for people who found Dark Souls too difficult or just not something they enjoyed playing. Yeah, This is not going to help. It's probably, you know, much harder. I think the bo- like some of the bosses were harder than anything previously, but... I know it shook it up enough for me. That's why I love it. Yeah, it's like a methodical, methodical sort of a combat, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I had a similar sort of experience with, with Jedi Fallen Order, which admittedly, you know, not the same level of difficulty, but in the same sort of approach to, to combat. And you mm. really got to think strategically about what you're doing right. Um, and I don't feel like I kind of really got the combat until like a good midway through the game, maybe when I started to get the pacing and the rhythms just right. That's um, the thing, when you get it, you come back to, say, if you play it again, the first parts that completely you were just struggling through. Once mm. once it clicks, you come back and it's like, this was never actually that hard, or at least you feel like you've gotten better at the game and now the things that were completely destroying you before are just easy. It's, yeah. it's such a good feeling. I know they're not Shannon's kind of games, right? <laughs> they're not. I, I did play it like a maybe an hour or two as secure, but yeah, I, okay. the first... <laughs> At the first point where I started struggling, I just put it down and never came back. It's yeah. not for everyone. It's, t- it's tough when your time's limited as well, because you kind mm. of, if you've only got like an hour or two in a day to really play a game, you kind of want to make, f- you kind of want to feel like you've made some progress. Yeah. Um, and even in Star Wars, it was hard for me because I would, I would jump on for a session and spend the whole time unable to beat a boss. I know, yeah. Um, and it would be like a good couple of hours without having really made any headway in the story. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm gradually gaining more of an appreciation for that because every time I went into a fight i was like okay no i did do slightly better this time i am learning something new so even if you've not made any kind of strict progress throughout the game this entirety you're not pushing that percentage up Mm. you are kind of learning and becoming better as a player yeah what about yourself brady did you play any secure i didn't it was one that was uh it was sort of on my list that i wanted to play because i'd heard it was different enough from the souls games that i wanted to uh give it a try but um, I guess it must, must something else must have come out at that time, and I just yeah. it just I missed it. And I guess if I find it like in a bargain bin somewhere, I still I, I'll still give it a go. I think it's probably one of those games that'll be well suited to something like um, Game Pass or something like that. Mm. So hopefully, if it makes it there one day, I'll uh, manage to play it. But um, yeah. Based on everything I've seen, I can definitely see why people enjoy it. Over on Twitter, we had James write in at jkalil number one, and he said it was a pretty lackluster year for gaming, IMO. If I had to choose, then maybe Plague Tale Innocence, but nothing really jumps out to me. This was a bit of a thread over on Twitter um, about it kind of being a bit of a lackluster year in games. Shannon, like, as, as the person receiving all the game codes <laughs> through, his, through his in-trail every day, um, would you say that it was a bit of a disappointing year for games? I don't know if it was disappointing, but I think just not. Nothing at all stood out. Like we have had like God of War last year and Red Dead Redemption 2 mm. and whatever, like Zelda and Horizons Rage on the year before. Like it was yeah. just... There were no showstoppers in I the way. I don't think so. Like I think a lot of people are saying Resident Evil 2 is 
their game of the year, which is telling considering it's a remake. Like I know it <laughs> does a lot as a remake, but it still is. I think if uh, if James were here, who is who himself deserves a special shout out because unfortunately James couldn't be with us, being that he's based over in Perth. Yeah. But he is here almost every week to to be in a, on an episode of the podcast. He's um, here in and spirit. so yeah, without <laughs> him, I I don't know if we we could do this because he just it commits his time so tirelessly. He plays so every game as well, and he yes. does. Yeah, he, yeah, every game he can in the speak world. to everything as well. Yeah. But if he were here, I'm sure he would say that Resident Evil Two was uh, at least very high up yeah. his list. And normally, like uh, we can't talk about it too much, but the game awards. I know we just put together our sure. nominees and then voting, but it was really split down the middle in like a bad way in, in terms of like it was either split between two games or everyone just chose something different, even mm. with the final nominees. It got me which... excited because I'm like, I think we're gonna have a real debate this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the end, I just decided. <laughs> just fun. Uh, we also did have uh, a few kind of picks from people over on Twitter as well. We had Lucy Crimefighter on Twitter saying, I'm riding that honk all the way to the top. Goose game <laughs> is my silky lighthearted game of the year, which to be honest is probably sort of somewhere in, in my top five yeah. as well. Um, we also had Dueno D say, nothing has tickled my pickle quite like Metro Exodus so <laughs> <Sad> far. <to> <laughs> <hear>. <laughs> it must be the atmosphere and immersion. I'm super keen to start Disco Elysium next though, which looks to tick a lot of my boxes. Mm. Uh, Matt Pot Artist also said, uh, some interesting, that's an interesting name, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 uh, was on their list. We had a shout from Chalupa on Space Marine, game, <laughs> game of the year every year. Ah! Uh, Sean suggested Astral Chain, 11, Judgment, and Paul WWE 2K20. I imagine just for the hilarity. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that is the most laughs I've had watching anything all year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Brody, what about yourself? What was your game of the year? Um, yeah, I've sort of been tossing up between sort of two things and though it so probably wasn't reflected in my review like my lizard brain part of me wants to say <laughs> death stranding is like probably one of the more memorable games i've played this year like of course uh as you've read probably all the takes on the internet it's probably not the best game best game but um there was something about it that was really memorable for me and i just like i can't stop thinking about it i can't stop talking about it with people and mm. i think that itself is a mark of something um sort of special yeah but um, I don't think there's any game this year that has had the polish and like the sheen on it, like Control has. Mm. Like, and I think Remedy do things too well and like sort of too efficiently to not be rewarded for that. And like, like I've loved all of Remedy's games. Like, I'm a big Alan Wake guy. Mm. I liked Quantum Break. Max Payne was great. And so, um, for them to sort of branch out and do another new IP, which is sort of a, uh, it's kind of like a culmination of like everything that they, they're they good at. Like it's got yeah. the, the action of like sort of quantum break. It's got like the really obscure, strange storytelling of like Alan Wake. I just realized that all their game names tend to rhyme. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I think they're, um, I don't know, there's just something special about that studio and like yeah. control, I think in a year that was, I don't think it was a down year for games. I just think there was a lot of games, like Shannon said, there was not any that really stood out. Like mm. there wasn't a god of war like one that got tens across the board yeah um there was a lot of games that were sort of like eight nines mm. and um out of all the eight nines i'd say control was definitely up there for me yeah control's high up there for me as well i think mm. it, you're right in the story it was kind of so interesting and it kind of really quickly throws you into this world that doesn't make a lot of sense but it deliberately doesn't make a lot of sense right yeah. like the people yeah. within that story are, are trying to figure things out yeah, they don't yeah. quite know like why these anomalies exist it's why very, there are these objects of power very david lynch sort of yeah thing. yeah and it's very very cerebral in that sort of context mm. um and you kind of i can imagine that being difficult with some people because you kind of do have to suspend disbelief and just sort of take things as they come yeah. and 
just trust in the narrative that things aren't going to make sense like, for a while. Like, yeah, exactly. And like, it's like those moments that I found so memorable. Like the first time, like you, like do the hotline and end yeah. up in that like cabin. And oh, shit. I'm like, so I'm cool. Like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? But I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so. a special game, and I think the art direction is so so strong as yeah. well, and the sound too. Actually, I think I think it was probably like my list of nominations for those specific categories. Yeah, um, because yeah, just like the way that you can interact with the world, and there's that really sort of like strong kind of brutalist aesthetic with the mm. the heavy cubes and triangles yeah. in certain areas that even, kind of reveal to this very drab kind of corporate environment. Yeah, and, and even, the connections even, it makes between those two worlds as well mm. is is quite fascinating. Mm. And even the cast was like great like, oh yeah Courtney Hope was really good yeah I was disappointed the voice actor for Artie actually didn't make it through as a, a nominee for the game awards because yeah. I thought like his performance was fantastic mm. just like really unnerving and creepy yeah. Yeah. and it was just really good to see like old like uh, Remedy alum sort of come through in the cast as well like you know Max Payne's like actor and people like that it was really good yeah 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 what about yourself Shannon what was your game of the year um, I think it's worth giving a shout out to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for sure. Yeah, like, it is. <laughs> just to be able to play like an old school single player game without any connected world mm. strand. <laughs> <laughs> like it was great. The, the soundtrack. I, I definitely get what people are saying, like with a lot of the platforming stuff. Like it just yeah. felt really weird and unnecessary. And still, every time I pick it up, like I, I'll miss a vine or just slide off a hill and then be transported back 15 minutes, which is. Mm. A bit weird, but the rest is perfection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of those platforming sections are really just so frustrating because they really sort of take away what I think is an otherwise fantastic game. Yeah. Um, we all know how big a Star Wars fan I am, so to be able to finally have this this kind of world that melded elements of obviously Star Wars, but Uncharted and the Dark Souls games. That as well, opening, the fantastic. platforming is so strong in the opening sequence. That's the thing. Yeah, that it just sort of falls and, away. And that opening sequence seems to me. So such a homage to Uncharted 2. I mean, it's a train falling off <laughs> yeah, its track, right? And you're climbing up it. Like, yeah. I, I, I got so excited playing that. And, mm. and you know, and people sort of make the case, would it be the same kind of game if it wasn't attached to the Star Wars IP? Would we think about it in the same way? And to be honest, I kind of think we would, but maybe that's because it's just kind of cool to have like these kind of telekinetic powers and a laser sword. I, I like think, any, yeah. Any IP that kind of had those intrinsic things, I think we would get excited about. Yeah, for sure. The, the character, it's like a new set of characters as well. So it's not as if they're just putting you in the shoes of Luke and it's yeah. the original story. Like, I think it'd still be good if it didn't have the Star Wars. It's it's hard. You can't even say that. Like I don't even know it's, how you. Can yeah, say it's really that. hard to separate it. That's for sure. Um, and I think yeah, for for much of the game, as much as I'm enjoying it, those kind of platforming elements and it was just kind of like some imperfections with regard to like, the load times and stuff. It wasn't that yeah, when I would die, the load would take a while because that would, but that wouldn't phase me so much. Um, it was when you'd kind of like round a corner and the game would would lock up and yeah. you would see the spinning going. So this, it just looks like the game's frozen and crashed. And then that kind of took me out of it a bit I think more. they would have loved like two or three more months to polish yeah. a few things and maybe yeah. fix a few of the platforming things. But no doubt they did a good job to get it out. Yeah, we spoke about this last episode, I think, Brody, because by the time people come around to playing this around Christmas time, perhaps, mm. I think, you know, with a few patches and stuff, it, yeah. it, could, it could be the game we all want it to be. Um, yeah. so, I was yeah. I was chatting to someone last night who was playing on an original PlayStation 4 and they just, it sounded like a horrible experience as well. But that's <laughs> yeah. just the time of... Gen, I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I also wanted to give a shout out to Oculus Quest, which is probably my, not a game, but like my favorite experience of this year. Mm. For sure. Like it's just, I've been playing super hot, Beat Saber. Well, I mean, Beat Saber is like a candidate for, 
for game of the year conversations, right? Yeah, Gosh, I think. Is that this year? No, I think Beat Saber did come it, out it last was, year. Yeah, oh, did it? Uh, okay. All right. It is nominated for the Game Awards yeah. for PlayStation VR, but it, it is uh, completely uh, different, right. though, with Quest because you're not attached to anything. Yeah. It still works perfectly, which makes such a difference in VR. I, I, I play... need to come over to your house and give that a shot. I was yeah. going <laughs> to bring Brad to Uber here. I, I really want to play Super Hot on a Quest. Yeah, Super Hot yeah. is amazing. I played Super Hot on PSVR because yeah. I, was, I was a big Super Hot guy when it first came out. Um, and then so I played the VR one and I didn't realize it was a completely different mm, game. Me neither. Um, so that was phenomenal. And I'd really like to play it without this brick thing hanging off the back of my neck. <laughs> yeah. You're not yeah. worrying that you're like going to trip over the cable when you're dodging and weaving. Yeah. It's just one yeah. less thing to worry about and let you get right into that world. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, my personal game of the year um, is another Respawn game, uh, but not Jedi Fallen Order. It's Apex Legends, um, which I kind of feel like I'm going to get flack for because I, uh, I put I Fortnite <laughs> as my game of the year last year. It's like, when's he going to get off his Battle Royale train? Um, <laughs> they're fun. Yeah, but Apex Legends. I know. I know Brody played a bit of it too, having gone to the the preview event initially. Um, yep. But I think like the just the kind of way that the conversation surrounded this game and that it was like mm. a secretive drop, like it was yeah. announced a, like a week or like five days before it came the out. Same day, like wasn't it? Day it was same day, same yeah. day, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's, and that's insane. Um, and I think it was just like a really sort of fantastic take on on the battle royale genre. Really pushed Fortnite to reinvent mm. what it was doing as well. Um, it's always played fantastically. I think the cast of characters are, are really, really strong. Yeah. Um, they've all got personalities about them in the same way that the Overwatch characters do, and they've really started to expand on that lore now as well. Um, but just the way that they've sort of listened to the community too and expanded upon what they're doing. Like, we've already had a new map introduced to the game and new game modes, and they do these kind of seasonal events. Um, and they just kind of seem pretty proactive in, in doing that. But yeah. It's the kind of game, like, for as much as I enjoy Jedi Fallen Order and as much I'm now enjoying Death Stranding and I loved Control, like, these were all games that were in that conversation for me. Um, I just find myself, like, keep going back to it. it maybe it's the social element as well, too. Um, like, I got a, a group of gamer buddies that are wanting to squad up almost every night, and, and that kind of pull is always there. Um, well, they're the two sides of gaming, right? Like you've got these narrative driven yeah. experiences that you want to have by yourself, but then it is great to just be able to jump on the console every night and play with your mates. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I also wanted to give a, a shout out to the division two as well, which I think kind of seems quite mm. a miss from the conversation as well, but like in a, it, <laughs> Brody's laughing. At yeah. You. <laughs> no, not a division two fan, Brody. Oh, I didn't play it. Didn't no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think like we saw a few kind of those looter shooter kind of style games come out this year and fall flat. Um, most notably Anthem, I suppose. And Breakpoint as well. And go, yeah, yeah, Breakpoint as well. like $4 at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's it's grim. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like, the Division included everything that was released kind of post-launch mm. for the initial game um, and expanded upon over time. It just had a much deeper end game, um, introduced new environments and new approaches to gameplay. And I think it really sort of nailed that formula for Looter Shooter and really sort of set a new standard. Um, so although, yeah, it probably doesn't make my top five, I think it's kind of worth shouting out as well. Uh, just double-checking Twitter as well. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, I think it's like a, a weird one in sort of conversation too. Yeah, gosh, because... I forgot that was this year as well. Yeah, so it, it qualifies was, it was late. It was late December, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. it was late, yeah, so it kind of falls after the cutoff from the yeah. previous year. It's really weird. If that came out this year, I would have said that. Would have yeah. been game of the year, but I just can't give it to something that's last year. I don't know. I know what you mean. And even for me, like, it's just my current situation. Previous Smash, I was playing daily for a good year straight. Mm. This one, I'm just, you know, not living near the friends I played Smash with. So I played it a bit as it came out, got through, unlocked everything, and it kind of fell off. So. Mm. 
as much as I know it's an incredibly good game, it's got so much content, so much longevity. I just haven't played it, so it doesn't, or haven't played it enough to consider it the game of the year conversation for me. Yeah, well, we'll OSG Chief over on Twitter did at Luke4Games said, if we're just meaning the games that were nominated, then Smash Bros. haven't played any of the others, but have a feeling somewhat, something else will win. <laughs> so sort of on the same page with us. Um, we also had a fair few calls for The Outer Worlds 2, which I know a lot of people have really enjoyed. I've not quite sunk enough time into it yet to really sort of have a read on it. Um, but friend of the show, Matt Tilby, it's Tilby over on Twitter, said The Outer Worlds, because of course a game like this would make me run through a planet filled with deadly aliens just to collect some sweets so my crew members can go on a date with a girl she likes. Uh, which is honestly winning me over the game. It sounds like a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, we also had Kerry P at Kerry uh, J Palmer over on Twitter saying, The Outer Worlds is hands down my pick. I experienced so many emotions during that game and the mystery and wonder is wonderful. Also, the design is surprising and delightful and intelligent at every turn and the visual style and the music. So <laughs> apparently lots of things love <laughs> yeah. about the game. Um, but that's another one I, I'm going to have to make a, a concerted effort to get around to. Um, when it comes to the Game Awards, though, uh, and the once nominated, we have Control, Resident Evil 2, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Sekiro, Death Stranding, and The Outer Worlds, which we, I think we've all sort of covered in that conversation there. Brody, who can you see walking away with the gong, if you were to predict, if you were a, a betting man? Um, like I'm, I obviously said, Control is mine, so I'd like to see Control, but then... I know as much as the Jeff Keighley factor is not a thing, apparently, you know, Death Stranding could surprise a few, but mm. um, I don't know. What else was there? Smash Brothers? Yeah, Smash Bros. is there, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, The Outer Worlds. Yeah, well, I mean, well, The Outer Worlds has a, a pretty big, um, it was received pretty well critically, and it's, uh -huh. I think it's like 10% fan vote. So if like the fans jump on as much as they have sort of with, mm. in, with our conversations, you know, The Outer Worlds could be a smoky. Yeah, yeah. Smoky I think there's some special things around The Outer Worlds as well, that given mm -hmm. that... Um, and Xbox Game Pass is awesome because mm. people really got attached to it. And yeah. it's a, an independent release as well, technically, which is, mm. I mean, granted, like a pretty high budget indie release, but all the same, that's a, a pretty cool achievement in of itself. Yeah. What about yourself, Stephen? I think, I don't know, I was leaning to Death Stranding because <laughs> a lot of the games that are nominated this year are ones that are for a particular niche of person. I don't mm. think there's quite as many games that appeal to everyone, like the God of Wars, like they're sort of pretty much mass appeal whereas all the game well, a lot of the games this year have been you'll either like it or you won't and death stranding kind of falls into that but i think it's had the most conversation out of all of them this year it feel maybe it's because it's so recent it feels very uh very current but i feel control fell off a little bit in the conversation very quickly yeah. sekiro mm. I, I, I love it but it's not going to be game of the year and it's... i don't know if control sold particularly well like yeah i, I don't think so I, i'd love to see death stranding win just for the Lol, the fallout, <laughs> the, the conversation. Oh <laughs> yeah, I wonder about Death Stranding because it, it, it just, uh, you know, I, as popular as it kind of was and as favorable it ended up being with the critics, I think it's still kind of divisive. Yeah. And so I wonder, you know, when we have these internal conversations like we had, if it's going to really rise to the top in amongst that or if there'll be enough division that something like Control kind of takes mm. the limelight or yeah. the Outer Worlds. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I think for me, it's sort of between Control and the Outer Worlds is just being able to sneak that. Um, and based on the conversation and the timing, I think the Outer Worlds kind of just has that leg up on Control. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of tempted to predict it's going to be that, but yourself, Shannon, what do you yeah, think? Yeah. So I think if votes were cast when, like for the final nominees were cast when the nominees were, were voted for, like Death yeah. Stranding would have had, sorry, I know that was confusing. <laughs> I think Death Stranding would have had it just because it was literally like a day after reviews yeah. dropped and hype was sort of everywhere among critics. But I Fair. think, cause they would have had maybe three or four weeks to step away from it and actually think about the games. I think it's between Resident Evil and Control. And I think Control might just take it just cause it is new IP. 
Mm, okay. First Remedy game in a while. But yeah. Resident Maybe we should have actually taken bets. There's quite a different yeah. spectrum here. <laughs> Resident Evil 2 is the highest reviewed game of the year on Metacritic. So I don't All know. Right. That's, oh. There's that too. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. A very fair point. Well, as we like to say here on the Starcast, we will just have to wait and see how it all <laughs> turns out. But um, I suppose it's interesting as well that we mentioned Death Strand, sorry, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Um, it's not in the list of nominees, although it was eligible for this year. Um, but they were asked to, we were asked to submit our nominations prior to review codes for the game being sent out. Yeah, it's weird. Um, so I think it's gonna be an interesting game. Although like it was maybe number two on my list, I don't think it's going to win any awards ever. Because yeah. it won't be eligible yeah, next I year. I don't think it's going to. Which is kind of bonkers. Yeah. Case of bad timing, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. But also at the same time, uh, Disney doesn't care about awards. And I guess EA yeah. doesn't care about awards. No. They just want to make sure that the game Money. is selling. I right. mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still, it's a pretty big deal to have it nom- like nominated and potentially win the game awards. Like, it's a big event. It is, it, it yeah. Could, it could still and be... it's good for the developers. That, yeah. That's why I really yeah. feel... It could still be nominated for like VGAs and like BAFTAs and stuff, couldn't it? It could. Yeah, yeah that's so, a fair point. Yeah. But I, I think it's surprising that Apex VGAs? What are you talking about? Isn't this the VGAs? I don't know. This is TGAs. I think it's Maybe the same thing. Oh. No. I think Video it, game awards? <laughs> I think it was Baftas. the VGAs, and now it's the oh. game awards. Okay. BAFTAs then. <laughs> Baf- wasn't, pr- wasn't British developed? Does that? I don't know how the BAFTAs work. I actually. think it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't All know right. either. Yeah, it's fine. Being that it is a special occasion, I thought we would bring back a uh, fan favorite segment this week, folks. So that's right. We're doing a video game related BuzzFeed questionnaire slash quiz. Uh, this time asking the question, can BuzzFeed guess which generation I belong to based on the video game specific information? Um, so I don't know if you, you guys never took part in one of these, but James and I used to do them when it was just the two of us and we couldn't do what the wiki. Off air. Um, and, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, BuzzFeed just provides hilarity so uh, I thought I'd bring it back for this special occasion and today we're doing the the quiz this video game quiz will guess if you're a Gen Z Gen X or a millennial um, if you want to play along at home you better find it there um, so everyone's got the quiz up on their phone yeah I, I believe yeah excellent yep. cool so for question number one is pick a gamer tag and the three options we have are gamer five four three six eight seven seven or woot woot win win with lots of like letters and numbers all combined in there and then frozen and hyphen dinner. Where's Big Daddy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brody, which one are you leaning towards here? Um, I think I'm Frozen Dinner. Frozen Dinner, yeah. Only because it's the only one that describes my diet. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm kind of tempted to go Frozen Dinner too because I, I never liked numbers and like funky stuff in the game. I don't like, yeah, I I don't don't like what the kids call well. leet speak. Yeah. I don't like speak, it. Sure, yeah. I do have a hyphen in the middle of my PSN as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, so. we, should, we should probably clarify as well. You guys are all millennials. Yeah. I guess technically I'm a millennial too. 96 in the birth year. You're on the, fr- you're on the fringe. Yeah, you're on the fringe. I'm on the fringe. Okay. So yeah. maybe for, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Whether I can pick You've always a been or a the baby boy of press stars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Question number two. Do you watch streams? Yes, no, or I stream every week for my fans. I don't stream every week, but I do stream occasionally, so maybe I need to tick well, you, that one. I think you just say yes. No. Oh, sorry. No. Yeah. I yeah. certainly watch streams, but I do occasionally stream myself. Well, then, not every yeah. week. Well, do, well, I, I'm, I'll, well then I'll, don't I'll, lie. Don't lie to the quiz. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. I watch streams. I've okay. watched like right. three streams, so I don't think that counts. <laughs> <laughs> They're not big on the streamers, Stephen? I right? mean, it's fun when it's a cool event or something like, uh, you know, Games done quick, or I know someone sure. going for a world record, but I'm not going to sit down and watch someone play a new release video game. I'll I, play the new I'm, release video yeah, game. That's pretty much me. Like I'll, yeah. I'll watch, 
like YouTube content people. Like I watch Funhouse and stuff play mm. games, but I yeah. don't watch streamers play games necessarily. Yeah, okay. You're not tuning in live, no. so to speak. Okay, no. cool. Uh, how do you game with friends? Option number one, go over to their house. Two, have a LAN party. Or three, connect over the internet. Now, this is a trick question because I don't. You don't. <laughs> I, I, I have no friends. That's true. <laughs> We've so. we've played together on a couple of occasions. Really, and and that was uh, a pod, a way out. Maybe? We played a way out I together. A way out. We, we did, and that was an over the internet. Yeah, and it was amazing. See, I've I've gone over to house and done the couch cob. I've done the land party, but I feel like nowadays I'm just over the internet. I feel like you have party. people over a lot no, more true, than anyone yeah. else that I know. I have people over a lot more. Yeah, you and your brother always have people over. For we do actually. I'm having people over tonight. Yeah. Maybe go over to the house. Fair point. Okay, I've changed my answer on that one. This one is going to be hard for the people at home to like understand. Oh, wait, we've got video this time. Um, so what do you call this dance move? And it's uh, people aren't going to see this, but it's like kind of like a like a twisting sort of oh, shuffle with the feet in. He's actually doing it. I'm trying to. I can't. I don't oh, know. I think it reminds child. me of like, yeah. That's, yeah. It, I, I think of that as more of like a shuffle. But the options are the Charleston swing dancing and the flapper. <laughs> so I don't know I how far back in the generations that's, we're going here. That's Shannon's nickname. <laughs> the swing dancing <laughs> yeah <laughs> big daddy flapper <laughs> um i would guess that's swing dancing i'm gonna say i, I really the, don't know though i said the charleston i said the, the charleston. charleston that's the only one i know is an actual dance yeah movie. that's because we're old maybe it's just kind of christmasy but that looks like an elf dance to me and those yes. those shoes look like elf dance it's all about the shoes, shoes. Yeah. <laughs> elf shoes <laughs> <laughs> all right uh i don't know how far in this quiz we are now which question this is but when you see lol or lol maybe i've get, i don't know the first thing you think of is league of legends laugh out loud or lots of love I think laugh out loud. Laugh think out it, loud. It, it yeah. never meant lots of love. I think that's parents. What parents that's yeah. Yeah. Okay, boomer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if it was League of Legends, the O would be lowercase. Yeah, I think. Yes, you're right. Strictly and speaking, it is capitalized here. You are right. We have to stress that. Yeah. In fact, only one of those options, only in one, is the O capitalized. The, so <laughs> it's not even a matter of opinion. The, the correct answer. <laughs> yeah. There is a correct answer. When you buy buy games, you prefer physical hardware, digital downloads, or a mix of both. I'm actually a mix of both, Stephen. I know you're going to hate me to admit that because we're the physical hardware guys. But <laughs> get him, Stephen. I'm most. I have a lot of digital games. It makes yeah. it very easy to move states and not bring like bookshelves worth of all these game discs. It's yeah, good to, whatever's cheaper. Let's be honest. I'm I'm at the point now as well where I get frustrated when I like exit a game on my PlayStation and go to open another one. It's like you don't have the disc insert. I'm like, yeah, I forgot about discs. Uh, oh my, my god, my PS4 started to be really unreliable with reading discs as well. So I'm very glad I've got a lot of digital games. All <laughs> oh, right, there you go. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on VR? It's awesome. Never tried it. It's too early to know. I'm all in for it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's 100 percent awesome. If you played super hot, it's awesome. If Shannon was singing the praises of the the yeah. quest earlier awesome. in the show, so it's it's awesome all around here. Confirmed. Oh, okay, Confirmed. that's the end of the article. That's okay. the end of the quiz. Where How do we yeah. get the results? It just pops up. Yeah. Oh, does it? You yeah. must have missed one. I must have missed one. Oh yeah, mix of both. I didn't tick that one. There we go. I g- okay. Uh, should we reveal the answer, Shannon? You reveal first. How did it go? You got Gen Z. Gen Z, oh. you're a Zoomer. Yeah. What's the point of gaming if you can't play online with all a thousand of your closest friends? <laughs> <laughs> this this makes sense. I yeah. guess 
out of all the millennials I know, you're the most Zoomer. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, how about you? I'm a millennial. They got me. They got you. I, my first experience. Those BuzzFeed with... algorithms. Yes, <laughs> they got it right. Hacked the system. I switched from cartridges to CDs and probably still play the modern iteration of my favorite video game franchise because nostalgia sticks with you forever. Yep. I hate how accurate that yeah. is. <laughs> you feel tired. I, I got the same. It actually picked me as a millennial, which you know maybe we have to give particular credit for because I'm so on the line. You guys but, need to uh, swap places in age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I've always felt that. Um, yeah, so it, it picked me. I'm a millennial too. Brody, what about yourself? Uh, apparently, I'm a Zoomer also. A Zoomer? No Which way. we're meant to be. Which I think is strange, because I feel like I answered everything that I didn't want to know anyone, so... <laughs> yeah. And yet... I have a lot of thousands of friends, apparently. Um, yeah, I guess Zoomers just keep everyone at distance, maybe? Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> maybe. Are you, are you going to go out and buy a hoverboard at the end of the show? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now I think it's time for What the Wiki, which is the Starcast game show, where the previous week's winner reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and we, the contestants, must guess the game. The first, guess, the first to guess two games correctly wins the round and takes home the points. And speaking of points, ladies and gentlemen, as a special <laughs> treat for the 200th episode of the Starcast, we have, re- we have a recorded recap from the man himself, the official <laughs> What the Wiki keeper of the score, at Jamie Penning over on Twitter. Uh, so I'm going to provide the recap now. So I'm just going to play it into the mics from now, but I'll, I'll edit in all nicely later. So from Magic. Jamie, guys. Hello, Press Start Australia, and to everyone listening, this is Jamie, your official What the Wiki keeper of the score, bringing you a recap of What the Wiki from episode 199. It was Brody's turn to host after his win in episode 198, and it was, the players were Stephen, James, and Ewan. Now, Stephen pretty much blitzed it, leaving <laughs> everyone stunned. So everyone. he ended up getting the point. The standings are now James is still on nine points, Brody is on eight, Stephen is now on seven, Ewan is on three, and Shannon is on one point. <laughs> and to press start, congratulations on 200 episodes. Aww. It's been a pleasure listening to you, and here's to more episodes for the years to come. Amazing. Thank you so much, Jamie. Thank you so game. much for submitting that. Lovely. Oh, it just started replaying. He took his, time, took his time out in a wind tunnel to film that for us. I really yeah, appreciate it, that. It, uh, yeah, on a side to, to Jamie as well, it makes my life so much easier not to have to do that job. Um, <laughs> so for him to provide the, the score updates every week on Twitter is absolutely blessing. He's a legend. Um, he is. Speaking of which, if you ever want to be part of the show as well, you always can be. Use the hashtag the startcast to, to play a part. Thank you for everyone that tweeted in today. There are game of the year suggestions. Um, and for Jamie especially for recording that. That special segment for us. So, Stephen, as last week's winner, you are taking over the game show hosting duties this week. Take it away. Yes, indeed. Well, I've got a bunch. There is a bit of a theme. It's probably going to be obvious when you get through them, but we'll see how we go. Okay. So, first game is an action online role-playing game in the series developed by Bethesda Game Studios and published by Bethesda Softworks. Shannon. Oh. Yeah. Did, I don't even know. Taking a Fallout stab. 76. Did you say online? Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you say online? You did say yeah, online. I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I missed the online bit. Damn it. Well, I suppose online it could still have been Elder Scrolls I, online. Yeah. It's about the so, only other one I can think yeah. of. Well done, Congrats. Shannon. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Who's still Out this of the game. <laughs> He's doing it going, for James. Brody, <laughs> doing it Brody, for James. This is your chance. Yes, He's going He's going for his second point. Here we go. Two for two. It'll be. Well, here is the two. <laughs> the game is a platform video game developed by Toys for Bob and published by Activision. It is a collection of remasters of the first three games. Oh, you this... Yes. Is it uh, the 
Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy? It is not. Damn Brody. it! Wait, oh, no, it's, it's we're not what I need. Wait, Who went first? We need oh, no, I need a second guess. Damn it. I think it was Brody. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say it's Spyro, uh, the Reignited Trilogy. Yes, Spyro Reignited <laughs> Trilogy. God damn it. Oh, I should have paid more attention to the toys above things. I, I know, I got so excited. <laughs> well, uh, not specifically. I like that, know. Shannon, in the interest of making it interesting, <laughs> yeah. yielded to me for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> next game is a first person shooter video game developed by EA Dice and published by Electronic Arts. The game is the 16th installment in the series. It was released worldwide for Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One on November 20, 2018. Ewan. Oh. <laughs> I think I heard Ewan first. Oh, was it Battlefield 5? Yes. Yes. Oh, oh gosh. Even Steven. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. My hands are sweating. <laughs> He's weak. Palms are heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vomit on my cyberpunk jacket already. <laughs> <laughs> You're well, just rubbing in the fact you've got a cyberpunk jacket yeah. a little bit more. Uh, very swish. Yeah. Well, the tiebreaker, here it goes. The game are remakes of the 1998 role-playing video game something. They were developed by Game Freak and published by the Shannon. Pokemon. Oh, God. Yep. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Yes, it is Pokemon Let's God Go. God damn it. Who would have seen this in it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. So, Shannon, you're finally away from one point. Yeah. I feel like you win points like every, every time, time you're on, on the show. Yeah. <laughs> if you were on the show more regularly, you would actually be doing much better this season. How yeah. stoked is James right now? He is. Man. Oh, my gosh. He's wiping the sweat off his brow. No, <laughs> no joke. Uh. So, Shannon, I believe that would move you up to two points. Myself on three, Stephen on seven, Brody still on eight, and James still on nine. Um, but with another month left in the year, yeah, we I mean, still you got. To, you have to come on next week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, true. Actually, you will need to come on. You're going to take over the hosting duties. So make I do take cash prize I'm, from both Brody. And <laughs> if I'm still on three points, I can still. If I win every game from here, no, I can't. I can't get a podium position. No. Damn, whose idea with these new rules? Yeah. <laughs> Double points. Well, starting now. with that, Last ladies one. and gentlemen, let's bring an end to what was episode 200 of the Starcast. Woo! I was the only one. I gave you two, didn't oh, I? Yeah, we used, we used them both at the start. I was told. To Did do we? That. You used them both at the start? It yeah. was very exciting. That was I mean, not the 200th episode. We thought that was the arrangement. Look, that sums up everything, Preston. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we always blow our wad early. Subscribe to us on Podcast One or the Except podcast service of your choice. Actually, on that note too, special thank you to Podcast One for allowing us to use their fancy studio today uh, mm-hmm. and bring you video footage as well. Um, super top people there allowing us to do this. Um, follow us at Press.AU. Join in the conversation with hashtag the Starcast and visit the site at Press.com.au. If you go over there at the moment, you can find all of your Black Friday details. Mind you, it depends when I, uh, I get this out because uh, how long does Black Friday go on for? So Cyber Tuesday. Monday, right? Mm, Till yeah. Tuesday. Okay, there might there might be a day or two still. Uh, we've been joined today by Brody. Thank you. Uh, you can follow me on most things at Brody underscore DG. Uh, a little bit into the future, maybe after Black Friday, there's an interview going up with uh, Mick Gordon, <laughs> so uh, keep, keep an ear out for that. <laughs> and travelling all the way from Adelaide to be with us today, Stephen. Yeah, I'm on all the social things at Stephen Impson. Um, Instagram is usually full of cats from around the neighbourhood, so that's exciting. <laughs> Stephen, are you, on, are you on TikTok yet? Are you much of a TikTok guy? I haven't made anything for TikTok, but it, I've wasted many, many hours scrolling through TikTok. That thing is just, I can't stop. It's too good. Yeah, and that's not a question I need to ask Shannon and Brody, because they're both Zoomers, of course, and of course they're on TikTok. <laughs> uh, and also gracing us with his presence today, taking time away from his busy schedule posting bargain guides. It's, it's Shannon. True. 
Yeah, thanks for having me. You can follow me at, I think, Shancake underscore. I still don't know if there's an underscore or not, but one <laughs> of those. How do you, of all people, I not know, know your Twitter handle? I think it's Shancake. <laughs> He's the one that's verified. You'll find it. Yeah. (laughs) And I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. Thanks again for tuning in. Thank you again for making all of this happen and joining us for 200 episodes now of the StarCast. We love doing it. I hope you love listening to it and putting up with our shenanigans each and every week. But until next time, happy gaming. Peace. See ya.